Welcome to Coffee and Conversations with Lakeisha. We're glad you've joined us today. Get ready for some kingdom conversation. Now here's your host, Lakeisha M. Johnson. Every stone hope 
Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, y'all. My God. Thank you, Lord. 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 Come on, y'all. Let's do something for me this morning. My God, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. We know that God. Thank you, 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 thank you. We are His children. Thank you, thank you. Glory, 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 glory. In the city, we're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come and when we go. We cast every sickness in. Come on, y'all. My God. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm blessed in the city. We're blessed in the field. We're blessed when we come. Cast down every stronghold. My God, as we were singing that, I just imagine myself dancing. The word of God says, enter into his courts with thanksgiving. Enter into the gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Imagine if we ever just loosed ourselves and danced with the Lord. Ooh. Imagine if we ever loosed ourselves and just danced before the Lord. Imagine if we just gave God a real praise. Imagine, not for just what he's done, just because he's got, when I close my eyes, I imagine myself dancing before the Father. Oh my God. Dancing before the King of Glory. Dancing before the Great I Am. I remember when um, David lost himself and he just danced before the Lord and worshiped him and thank him for thanked him for his victory and his wife was like you made a fool like basically she was like you made a fool of yourself and he was like for the Lord thy God Almighty I will make a fool I will make a fool of myself my God we dance before you Lord we dance. Before you, Lord, we worship you, Lord God, not for what you have, not for what you do, just before, because you are God, you are good, you are mighty, you are stone tower, you are our reasonable portion, our hearts turn towards you this morning, Lord God, we set our affection on you, Lord God, we find our strength, our grace, our peace, Ooh, the love that we need in you, Lord God. My God, you are so strong. You are so strong. You are mighty in battle. Ooh, you are strong and mighty in battle. 
You are strong and mighty in battle. Oh my God. You are strong and mighty in battle. Psalms 24 and 8 says, Lift up you head, your heads, O ye gates, be filled up, O ancient doors, so that the King of glory may enter. If you will open yourself in praise. Woo! You'll open the door for the King of Glory to enter. If you will open yourself in worship, you will open the door for the King of Glory to enter. Never you mind who's watching. Never you mind who's listening. Never you mind what's going on around you. Just open up your doors. Open your mouth and praise. One of the scriptures that I have on my board is Psalms 81 and 10. And it says, I am the Lord thy God, which brought you out of Egypt. My God, Lakeisha, open your mouth wide and fill it. Oh Lord, we open our mouths wide. Ooh, thank you, Lord God. If you will enter into a place, enter into his presence and don't just be saying, um, like I'm in his presence, open your mouth towards God. Bless God out your own mouth. Stop holding back. My God, on your praise. Stop holding back on your worship. Stop worrying about who thinks you strange. David was a man after God's own heart. Stop worrying about and caring about what other thinks about your desire to worship and praise God and to honor God. I pray today is the day that you get delivered from people and that you begin to worship God and serve God with all your heart that you begin to trust him, that you overflow in his goodness and his mercy, that you're never the same, that you have an encounter with God today that is pleasing in his sight. My God, that you allow the Lord to become your stronghold, your tower, your reasonable portion. My God, it says, who is the king of Lord? The Lord stone mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O gates. Be lifted up, you old ancient doors, so that the king of glory may enter. The Lord decide, the Lord, the Lord longs to fill your home. Oh, can you imagine your house? Filled with the glory of God, but you're still worried about what other people in your house gonna think, how you worship him, how you look. Oh my God, my God. David worshiped and danced before the Lord. He sung songs and he was seen after a man. Come on now. Oh my, oh my God. He worshiped, he danced naked. That's what it says. Let me read this to you. This is 2 Samuel 6, 14 and 22. And it says, and David danced before the Lord with all his might. Ooh, glory. David danced before the Lord with all his might, wearing a priestly garment. So David and all the people of Israel brought up the ark of the Lord and shouts of joy. And they said David was dancing, dancing. David was dancing so that he was coming out of his club. David was dancing so that he didn't care. But let me show you what his dancing did. It said, but as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David. See, he knew the value of the ark. With the value of the ark brought the presence. Ooh! With the value of the ark brought the power. With the value of the ark comes the Lord. He knew the power behind his eye. Yeah, he was in his good clothes. He did not care. He says, but as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window 
If she would have been dancing, she wouldn't have seen him. If she would have been praising, she wouldn't have seen him. If she would have been knowing the value of this moment, she wouldn't have saw nothing around her. She'd have been so caught up in his glory. She missed her own opportunity trying to see what David's doing. Don't you miss your opportunity trying to see what somebody else is doing. She missed her opportunity. She missed her opportunity. This year she's sitting up in the window. I'm just looking, look at how he out there acting with his dignified self. Oh, thinking that dignity is what brings you before the Lord. But it's a worship. It's a heart full of worship. It's a, it's a decision to trust and obey God. It's a total act of surrender that brings you before the Lord. See, she thought we think dig, we try to be with our all dignified self. It's not dignity that brings you in the presence of the Lord. It's worship that's going to bring you into his presence. It's your trust for the Lord. It's your obedience. It's your desire. It's your longing, your thirsting for righteousness. This is what it said. It said, but it's the ark of the Lord into the city of David. My cow, the daughter of Saul. Now the ark of the Lord brought the presence of God. The ark, the ark of the Lord signified so much. It's, it signifies so much. And instead of her revelation, it's a covenant. The ark symbolizes the covenant of God. It was the symbolism of God's faith and God's presence. Oh my God. And here it is. She's saying her looking. Oh my God. Let me read it to you. Exodus 25, 22. The mercy seat was where God would dwell. He said, there above the cover between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the covenant law, I will meet with you and give you my command. So this was a covenant ark. Oh my God. My God. Hebrews 9 and 4. Come on, Holy Ghost. April 94 confirms these things. It says behind the second curtain was a room called the most holy place. Ooh, praise takes you in the most holy place. Worship takes you in the most holy place. Obedience takes you to the most holy place. Come on now. My God. So here we are, the Ark of the Lord. You got to see this. The Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Lord is coming. Here it comes. My God. Here it comes. Oh, my God. Here's our opportunity to worship and enter the holy place. And here she is standing back watching. <laughs> Michael watching, watching from the window. Ooh, watching from the window. <laughs> missing the presence of God. Missing the power of God. Because she watching from the window trying to see what David is doing. Ooh, come on now. Just full in her foolishness. Watching from the window, trying to see what David is doing when she should have been worshiping. Come on, y'all. When she should have been worshiping. When she should have been, my God, coming outside of herself. It's not your dignity that brings you before the Lord. It's your worship that brings you before the Lord. It's your acts of obedience. It's your desire to surrender. It's your moment and the capacity where you're like, I don't care. It says, but as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window. When she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she was filled with contempt. Can I tell you something? When your eyes are on the Come on, Holy Spirit. I'm going to help us all this morning. 
Oh, she ain't got to act like that. She ain't got to praise like that. She ain't got to worship like that. God don't, God, God, God don't require all that. Can I tell you something? I don't, I won't even stay where the presence of the Lord is not. Woo! I, I won't even stay, but I'm bold enough if the presence of the Lord is not in the place to invoke the presence of the Lord on my own. It don't matter. We've been sitting around waiting on somebody else to initiate or to start or to motivate us to praise God. Here she is getting contempt, right? She's getting contempt. She's feeling a certain way about him. When you get contempt, you get disrespectful. When you get contempt, you get a disregard. When you get contempt, you get a slight. When you get contempt in your heart for somebody, you become neglectful. Ooh! We got to watch out for contempt. We got to watch out for contempt. When we get contempt, when we get contempt, we get neglectful. Can I give you an example? Oh my God. Can I give you, can I give you an example of what it's like to be contempt? Ooh, when you get frustrated with your loved ones and then you make a decision and you say, I ain't going to even do nothing else for them. Even though the Lord thy God told you to provide for your household, even though the Lord thy God told you to love your wife like Jesus loved the church, even though the Lord thy God, come on now, even though the Lord thy God told you, my God, to not provoke your children, when we get contempt, we get neglectful. Ooh! We disregard, we get disrespectful. So here she is, her husband, the king, looking at the window, upset, mad. Come on, just bring it what the Lord's saying. When we gain, get, gain contempt, we'll disconnect from the place, my God, in which the Lord God has called us. That's what happens when we get in contempt. We, we start acting outside ourselves. So here she is when she should have been praising, when she didn't recognize. See, we think praise and worship is about us, but praise and worship is the only portion of the service in our life that's really about God. So even when we say we're blessed, we're not, we're not blessing ourselves. We recognize, I'm blessing. Lord, I'm blessed in the city because of your word. I'm blessed in the field because of your word. I'm blessed because you go before me. I'm blessed because you're my rear guard. I'm blessed because you set your affection on me. I'm blessed. I'm, re I'm really blessed. I'm not praising you for what I can get from you. I'm not praising you because it's the thing to do. I'm not praising you because it's cute. As a matter of fact, I ain't even got no cute praise. <laughs> I ain't even got no cute worship. I'm praising you because this I owe you. Woo! I'm praising you because of the covenant relationship with you. I'm going to worship. Y'all, I can't sing. I don't care. I'm going to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I'm going to shout unto the Lord. All ye land, how good he's been to Lakeisha. How faithful he's been to Lakeisha. Oh my God, how wonderful he's been to Lakeisha. My God. Even in the midst of a storm, I can still say, God is good. <laughs> Even in the midst of a storm, I can still say, God is faithful. Even in the midst of a shaking, I can still say, God is good and he is faithful. And he is my strength. And he is my worth. I 
I worship God because he is so real. Not because I'm real. I worship God because he is real. My God. So here she is looking in from her window. Woo, come on, Holy Spirit. Stir this thing up. Here she is looking from her window, right? He dancing before the Lord because David has recognized power. Ooh. See, when you really get a revelation of how important the power of God is, when you really get a revelation, how important your covenant with God is, when God puts his power, when God is seen in the place, when the glory descends on the place, then miracles, signs, and wonders, come on, y'all, will be there as well. Oh, come on now. He says, but as the ark of the Lord entered the city, Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window, which lets me know her mind was focused. She was, can I say something? I'm just going, can I say this, Holy Spirit? Watch out for the people that are with you, but not worshiping with you. Watch out for the people that are with you, but not worshiping with you. Ooh. Well, I ain't got to worship like you. No, watch out. For the people that are with you and not worshiping with you. Watch out. Watch out for the people that are with you. See, worship strips you of all your dignity. Worship strips you of all your self-importance. You got to be watchful for the people that are with you but won't worship with you. You got to be watchful for the people that are with you. Remember, And remember, the highest form of worship is obedience. You got to be watchful. Oh, my God. Let me let me calm down. You got to be watchful for the people that are with you but won't worship with you. Ooh, you got to be watchful for the people that are with you but won't obey with you. Ooh, you got to be watchful. You need to be watchful of the people that are with you but they won't worship, baby. You got to be looking around. If they too cute to worship, you got to have a watchful eye for the people that... see. She was missing the importance of God. I think Michael was more interested in being with the king than living like the king. Then you gotta watch. You gotta watch them people that are with you that that won't worship with you. Oh, come on, y'all! Come on, y'all! That's a word for somebody. It says, "But as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Michael, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window." When she saw King David, can I tell you something? When they won't worship with you, them really not your people. <laughs> I'm going to run. Ebony, you run for me. Ebony, you run for me. I'm a, them really ain't your, when they came, when they too dignified to worship, them really not your people, baby. Them really not the people that, that'll go, I'm going to back this up in scripture for you. I'm going to back this up in scripture for you. Them really not your people. If they can't worship with you, if they can't, can't, can't go low, if they can't trust, if they can't, them, you got you to gotta be watchful. You got to be watchful for the people that don't worship with you. Here is Michael, my God, in the palace with the king. Oh, my God. But not even recognizing the presence of the Lord, not even recognizing the power of the Lord, not even recognizing the covenant of the Lord. She's so, can I, can I show you what the Lord is showing me in my spirit? Because if they won't worship with you, they spending more time watching you versus watching God. Ooh! They so, they too busy watching you. They too busy watching you and not watching God. They not supposed to be watching you. They supposed to be watching God. And as they're watching God, then we're linked up and we're walking together. They ain't supposed to 
they move just like that. That's how we fall into the rhythm of God. Not watching Lakeisha, but watching God. Not what, see, when I'm watching God and I'm not watching Lakeisha, when God moves, I'll move just like that. And because Lakeisha is watching God and Yara is watching God and Jessica is watching God and Shonda is watching God because they're watching God, not Lakeisha. Can I tell you, we'll all be stepped and in the same rhythm. Why? Because we got our eyes on God. Because <laughs> they're watching God. <laughs> We done spent way too much time watching people instead of watching God. Ooh! We done said, see, when we watch people, we'll grow in contempt for the things of God. And we think that we're growing in contempt of people, but we're really growing in contempt of the things of God. Ooh! And we'll use a person to disconnect from God. We'll use a person to disconnect from the place that God has called us. We'll use a person as an excuse to get out of order, order God. We ain't never supposed to be watching people. We supposed to be watching God. Ooh, thank you, Lord. He says, but as the ark of the Lord entered the city of David, Michal, the daughter of Saul, looked down from her window. When she saw King David leaping and dancing before the Lord, she was filled with with contempt for him. They brought the ark of the Lord and set it in its place inside the special tent David had prepared for it. And David sacrificed burnt offerings and peace offerings to the Lord. When he had finished his sacrifices. <laughs> Woo! Hold on, hold on, hold on. Woo! My God, my God. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, come on, Father. Thank you for this this morning. Thank you for this this morning. Thank you for this this morning. Oh, thank you for this this morning. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for the word this word this morning. Let me give you this. I got to pause. I'm going to go back to my Kale and her disrespect and her contempt. My God and Lord God, you're going to reveal to us anyway. We've been walking in contempt for the things of kingdom and misplaced it on people. Oh. Let me go ahead. See, can I tell you something? When we walk in, we, when we walk in contempt, we'll stop tithing. When we walk in contempt, we'll stop giving. When we walk in contempt, we'll get out of position and we'll blame it on the church, right? And I'm not saying church hurts ain't real. And I ain't saying other this, all this other stuff ain't real. But when I'm focused on the person, I've taken my eyes off God, when I'm focused on the name, I'm taking my eyes off God. When I'm focused on God, he'll lead me and direct me. He'll protect me and he'll keep me. God ain't going to let nobody make no fool out of me. When I'm focused on God, he's going to lead me. The word says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He'll lead me. The problem is, I've not been focused on God, Mamie, so I can be properly led. I've been focused on people. Michael was focused on David. Her focus needed to be on God. Now, let me, let me, skip, woo, let me, let me skip over. So let me go over to, we're going to go over to Judges. Woo! This is how you're going to know these your people. This is a word from the Lord this morning. Remember, he is in training. God. This is how you're going to know. These are your people. This is how you're going to know who's supposed to go with you. Oh, my God. I thank you, Father God, for the crossover from death to life. 
This is how you gonna know these is your people. This is the Lord talking to Gideon. Which was said he was being scared. He was hiding, trying, you know, he when the Israel's got lights cried out to the Lord, he sent them a prophet who said, This is what the Lord, the God of Israel, says. I brought you up out of Egypt. I brought you up out of slavery. I rescued you from the hand of Egyptians, and I delivered you from the hand of all your oppressors. I drove them out before you and gave them their land. I'm the Lord your God. Don't you dare worship no other God. This is what he told them first. Don't you worship no other God. When I put my face upon people, come on now, we can make people an idol, right? We can make people an idol. So we see all of this, and Gideon, oh my God. Gideon is building an altar to the Lord, right? And all these things are going on in Israel, right? This is where we get to the point. <laughs> oh, thank you, Lord, for your word this morning, right? Gideon has built an altar. Gideon, Gideon has said to the Lord, okay, if you will save Israel by my hands as you promised, he's telling our Lord all the things he's going to do for him. And then we get to this point. He says, Lord, don't be angry with me. I got another request. He's asking God, I need to know you with me. I need to know you with me. He wants God to know that God's with him. He's asking God to show him a test, to show him a sign. Then this is what happened. The Lord God wakes Gideon up early in one morning. He said, you got too many people with you. He said, Gideon, you got too many people with you. Gideon, you trying to take too many people with you. Gideon, you got too many people involved in this. Gideon, you trying to lean over into too many people. That's what he said. He says, Gideon, he says, you got too many people with you. He said, this is how we're going to determine whether or not we got to thin them out. He says, I'm going to thin them out for you. He said, I'm going to show you. He says, he says, this one shall go with you. He shall go. But if I say this one shall not go with you, he shall not go. Let me go back that up. Let me go back that up. Fourth verse, Judges 7. But the Lord said to Gideon, there are still too many men, right? He was showing him how to eliminate men. I can't read all of it. Go back. He, he took him to a, he told him it was two places. I need to get to this part. He says, he says, the Lord said to Gideon, you have too many men, right? He says, he says, I cannot deliver Midian into their hands or Israel will boast against me. My own strength has saved me. Now announce to the army, army, anyone who trembles in fear may turn back and leave. <laughs> so 22,000 men left. <laughs> he just simply said, if you're too scared to go with me. Hold on, let me help somebody, because I ain't got long this morning. If you're too scared to go with me. <laughs> if you're too scared to trust. If you're, too, if you're too scared to believe. If you're too scared to stand. If you're too scared to fight. It's okay. I, I ain't going to knock you for this. If you're too scared to walk. If you're too scared to watch it walk all out. It, it's okay. It's okay. If you're way too afraid, he said, then this is what I want you to do. Anyone who trembles in fear may turn back and go leave Mount Gilead. If you're too afraid, I'm gone. I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm not going to dog you out. I'm not going to talk about you. If you're too afraid to go, it's okay. Go on and go back home. That's what he told him. He said, he says, 
So, so 22,000 men left. There was 22,000 men that was with Gideon that was afraid. Can I tell you what happens when fearful people with, with, will with you? They will cause a casualty. You don't want no people that are fear and trembling. That I, Listen, hear me. You don't want no people with you that are in fear. 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of sound mind. You cannot afford to take no people with you that are afraid to worship. You cannot afford to take no people with you that are afraid of what people going to think. You cannot afford to take no people with you that are afraid, are afraid to come out their comfort zone. You cannot afford to take no people with you that are warriors. You can't have nobody with you that will put you in a position to second guess or doubt God in this season. You cannot afford to have nobody with you that don't see the vision. You cannot afford to not have anybody with you that don't understand the promise. I'm telling you by the Spirit of the Lord, you cannot afford. Though God didn't give us, you cannot afford to have nobody who second guess what God said to you. You cannot afford. So if you notice that they trembling, here's... If you notice that they trembling, if you notice that every time you share something with them, they second guess the vision, they got to go. <laughs> they got to go. I don't care how long they've been with you. If you notice that they trembling and they second guessing the vision, they always coming against the vision. They always got something to say about the vision. They always got doubt about it. I'm talking about even in your household. They got to go. You can't kick your husband out, but you might have to stop sharing the vision. They got to go. You don't need to take nobody with you with fear. Fear will cause anxiety. Fear will cause worry. You ain't got to be mean. You ain't got to go be ugly. You just tell them you got to go home. Let me get this. He says, thank you, Father. I don't want to get in my flesh. But the Lord God said to Gideon, there are still too many men. Take them, take them down to the water, and I'm going to thin them out for you there. If I say, this one shall go with you, he shall go. If the Lord says, this is the one that can go with you, that's it. All you're looking for is confirmation from the Lord. Woo! All you're looking for is confirmation from the Lord. That's all you're looking for, Julia. It's confirmation from the Lord. I'm looking for God to confirm that you're supposed to be with me. I'm looking for God to confirm that you're supposed to write. I'm looking for God. Come on now. I'm looking for, because see, if everybody's in position, then the vision vision will tarry not. I'm looking for God to confirm that you're supposed to be a part of the bridge. I'm looking for God to confirm. I'm looking for confirmation, not from my feelings, not from my emotions, but I'm looking for confirmation from the Lord that you're supposed to go. So when the Lord tell me you should go, I'm going to tell you to go. But if the Lord tell me you not go, guess what? I'm sorry. It ain't personal. You can't go with me because God sees something I don't see. God sees something that I don't see. God sees something I don't know. And we be trying to hold on to people with permanence, right? And they not even equipped. They not even equipped to be in this battle with you. Come on now. They ain't even equipped to be in this battle with you. They shook. They scared. They done made it impersonal. You cannot afford for anybody to be in the battle with you that has made it impersonal. You cannot afford for anybody.
anybody to be in the battle with you that got their eyes on you and not on God. You might not have a good day. You might not say the right thing. You might be off a little bit. You need somebody that's got their eyes on God and not on you. This is what he said. He said, during the night, the Lord said to Gideon, get up. Go down against the camp. He said, let the others go home. He says, go down against the camp because I'm getting ready to give you Midian into your hands. He says, if you are afraid to attack, go down to the camp with your servant Pura. See, God was going to do this thing to Gideon. Then he said, Gideon, if you're scared, take Pura with you. <laughs> he said, and then I want you to do me a favor. He said, I want you to listen. Come on, y'all. You, you, he said, I want you to listen. He said, I want you to, I want you to, li oh, let me back up. I went too far. Hold on. He said, so, he said, so Gideon took the men down to the water. There the Lord told him, separate those who lap the water with their tongues as a dog laps from those who kneel down to drink. 300 of them drank from cupped hands, lapping like dogs. All the rest got down on their knees to drink. There was 300 of them drinking from their hands, lapping the water up like dogs. All the rest got down on their knees to drink. The Lord said to Gideon, with the 300 men that lapped, I'm going to save you. Everybody else can go. I don't know what they was doing on their knees that the Lord knew that they were not prepared. But I'm not even finna question what the Lord was saying. Those that lapped, he says, those that lapped, right? Those that cut their hands and lapped like a dog. Everybody else that was down on their knees, for me, for me, for me, what I saw in this, was everybody on their knees that had dipped their head in the water couldn't see. <laughs> and those that brought the water, they couldn't see. Yeah, that, that was a risk. That was a casualty. Everybody that had their head in the water, they couldn't see. They wasn't watching. See, you need some watchful worshipers with you. <laughs> That's what I call them. You need some watchful worshipers with you. You don't need people to do what they... You need some people with some creativity with you. You need, you need some people who think outside the box with you. Ooh, I hear the Spirit of the Lord. You need some people that are not afraid to do things a little differently. You don't need no people who operate in normalization. You need some watchful worshipers. You need somebody who's going to cup their hand... Who gonna laugh like a dog, but gonna watch. <laughs> Ooh, you need, you need, you don't need nobody immersed who can't see. You need somebody who can see with you. Come on, y'all. I'm sorry. That's just that that's just what I feel in my spirit. I'm not saying that's what the word says, but you need some watchful worshipers with you. Oh my god. So my god, he said, then he goes down to the camp. He takes pure. Can I tell you something? They were defeated. They were defeated by simply one man in the camp talking to them about a dream. There was just so much going on here. God delivered, my God, them into the hands and not with a lot of people. So let me get back over here to Michael's contempt. <laughs> I hear y'all. Then all the people returned. This is what it said. When he finished his sacrifices, David blessed the people in the name of the Lord of Heaven's army. Then he gave to every Israelite 
a man and woman in the crowd, a loaf of bread, a cake of dates, a cake of raisins. Then all the people returned to their home. He blessed them. When David returned home to bless his own family, Michael, the daughter of Saul, came out to meet him. She said in disgust, how distinguished. The king of Israel looked today, shamelessly exposing himself to the serving girls like any vulgar person might do. She was so focused. She was so focused on how David looked before others, others that she missed his unadulterated worship before God. David retorted to Michael, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me. I'm gone. I was dancing. You ain't got to explain that. He said, I was doing, I was dancing before the Lord. I'm not dancing for you. I'm not worshiping for you. I'm not doing what I'm doing for you. David said, you done set your eyes on me and I'm dancing before the Lord. He said, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me above your father and all his family. He said, I was dancing before the Saul tried to kill David. I was dancing before the Lord that protected me from your father. This is the whole point. He says, I was dancing before the Lord who chose me. He said, I was this. He said, so I said, he said, he appointed me. And he appointed me as the leader of Israel, the people of the Lord. So I celebrate before the Lord. He said, he appointed me. He said, yes. He says, and I'm willing. To look even more foolish than this. Even to be humiliated in my own eyes. He said, can I tell you something? No. <laughs> he said, can I tell you something? No. He said, them service, serving girls that you talking about. That you said. <laughs> he said, them serving girls that you talking about. They think I'm distinguished. <laughs> The girls that you was watching, watch me. They understood. The, the people that you was watching, watch me. The people you were so worried about, they understood. Can I tell you what happened to my cow? Which in that culture was, dis, was not acceptable. My cow, the daughter of Saul, remained childless throughout her entire life for mocking David, for, my, for worshiping the Lord. I got to go. That's it. I hope you got something out of that today. I hope that did something for you in your spirit. I hope that you, you take whatever the Lord is saying to us today and grooming us for the next level. Remember, if you are late to the devotional and you haven't been here, this, this quarter, this last quarter, the, the Lord is preparing us. We are going into a brand new year. The Lord is preparing us. She was without child because she mocked David. She grew in contempt. When we grow in contempt of the things of the Lord, we're not growing in contempt of the person. Baby, we going in See, we think when we withhold ourselves from the things of kingdom or we withhold ourselves. Can I just help y'all for just a second and then we go. We think when we withhold ourselves from people, um, when we make, I just, you know, I'm not doing nothing else because of the way they acted. You take yourself out of alignment with kingdom. You're not hurting the person.
you you're not hurting the person. <coughs> Let me say this again. You're not hurting the person. See, when we when we feel like we gotta give and show people them life lessons. Ooh, ooh. When we feel like we supposed to, we I'ma teach you something, I'ma show you something, I'ma discipline you, I'ma, I'ma treat you like you treat me. You you out of position. <laughs> you think you're growing in contempt for the person, but you really growing in contempt. <laughs> Of the things of kingdom. You in contempt of God baby. You in contempt of God. You in contempt of God. When the word of God. Can I help my wives today? Can I give you something? Can I give you something? Can I just help my wives out today? I had to learn this. Can I Can I help my wives out today? This, this, can I help my wives out today? It says wives submit yourselves unto your own husbands. As unto the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Well my husband ain't acting like Christ. It's not your job to maintain whether your husband or not is acting like Christ. Your responsibility in this relationship is to submit to your own husband. Well, what if my husband is not in the Lord? Then you take God and deal with that in God. But stop being outside the will of God. When you get contempt for the person, you, we, remember we, we learned what contempt was, right? Right? We learned what contempt is. And we teach our children contempt. We teach our children disobedience. And then we be frustrated when they practice this on us. We don't teach our children surrender and submit. We teach our children contempt. We teach our children contempt. Contempt, disrespect, disregard, sliding, neglect. So then when, when you do something I don't like, see the opposite of contempt is respect. That's what I feel like that was. Ooh, that was a um, shadabumbo moment. When I, when I, the opposite of contempt. See, Michael was so focused on David, right? She was so focused. She was so focused on David and what he was doing and how she didn't like what he was doing and how he was handling what she was doing that she grew in contempt. For David, but she was really growing up in contempt for kingdom because Jesus, God is the one that had the power to give her the baby. When anytime we start thinking the contempt is towards a person, what usually happens is we get outside of kingdom things. When we get outside of, outside of kingdom things, we'll stop serving, we'll stop giving, we'll stop doing. And this ain't just for tithes, offerings, all that stuff. I want to make you focus. But we'll stop doing the things of the kingdom because we grew in contempt for a person because we ain't like what they said. We don't like how they said it. We don't like how they did it. We don't like, and we'll stop doing what God told us to do. So if the word of God tells me to submit to my husband, my job is not to maintain whether or not he acts like he's acting like Christ, like the church. Same thing for my husband. If your wife is not acting submissive, that doesn't mean you switch up the game and stop acting like Jesus. We grow neglectful. We grow neglectful to the things of kingdom and heaven. We ain't grow, We think we go. We think we doing. Uh, the person of disservice, but we really doing kingdom a disservice, right? When our children are acting outside of themselves, the scripture clearly tells us, Father, do not provoke my children. Discipline, raise them in the admission of the Lord. 
but we are not supposed to be provoking them. So, Lord, show me the ways that I've been provoking my children because when I provoke them, I come out of kingdom. When I antagonize them, I come out of kingdom. Part of the problem is we really don't know how the 1 Corinthians 13, 4, and 8 love our folks. Because if we really knew how to operate in godly kind of love, we wouldn't keep no records of wrong. I'm blinking hard. We wouldn't keep no records of wrong. We would suffer long. We wouldn't hope for the bad in you. We would look for the good in you. I'm just giving you some paraphrase. It's, it's, some, it's some, paraphr some paraphrasing. We would do the, the love the God kind of way and not love with excuses. <laughs> Luke 6 and 26. <laughs> Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for their fathers treated the prophets, false prophets in the same way. 27. But to those of you who will listen, I say love your enemies and do good to those who hate you. Bless, bless those who curse you. Pray for those who mistreat you. If someone strikes you one cheek, turn to him the other also. And if someone takes your cloak, do not withhold your tunic as well. Intercede for your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. Bless those. Romans 12 and 14. Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. 1 Peter 3 and 9. Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. But with blessing. Because to this you were called so that you may inherit the blessing. When you step outside the kingdom trying to teach somebody a lesson, you, you take yourself out of inheriting the blessing. Can I share this with y'all? I remember one time, <laughs> my husband, my late husband, because my new husband is coming, I need to be emphasized, baby, I don't want you to be watching and thinking, I'm uh, stuck in a place. I'm not stuck. I'm waiting on you, honey. <laughs> oh, I'm, baby, I'm prepared and waiting on you. The house prepared. The, the kids prepared. We prepared and waiting on you. My late husband. Let me be very clear in that, but I need to share the story, okay? I don't want you to, baby, I don't want you to be seeing and be like, she's stealing. She ain't ready. Now, nah, honey, I'm real. I'm ready. We prepared, blessed, awaiting, ready. The kids all, oh, we sitting at the door looking and watching for you. Josiah and her laughing. I want that. I want to clear the air. I want, if anybody connected to him watching, his sister, his mama, his whatever, let's clear the air. I want to be real clear. My late husband. One time, the Lord had given him instructions to move to Dallas. I didn't get the instructions. I didn't get the instructions. I did not hear the instructions. I did not know the instructions. I, yeah, come on, she read it. Uh, I didn't have the wisdom for the instructions. I couldn't pick this up in my spirit. I could not. As a matter of fact, I really felt like we were not supposed to make this move. But he was set on the fact that God, and my husband was a man of faith. People miss it all the time. He uh, was set on the fact that we were supposed to move to Dallas. We packed our house up. We began to look for a house. The entire time, the Holy Spirit held my mouth. I didn't say nothing. I did not discourage him. I did not say anything. I kept packing. I did the things that he asked me to do. I left my job. 
Can I tell can I tell you something? Our income was reduced to about fourteen hundred dollars a month. Nothing we were doing was lining up. Can I can I help somebody? We had packed up our entire house. We were preparing for this move. Well, he his liver had gone into failure. We did not know his liver had gone into failure, but we would discover his liver had gone into failure. He would do a series of sicknesses and hospital stays and all of these things. No door of opportunity opened to Dallas, but I did not say one word. I didn't say one word. I did not say one word. And this was big for me because I've never been that way. I've been a person to always say something or to always assert my opinion. I did not say one word. I did exactly what he asked me to do in this season. As I was doing what he was asking me to do in the season, even though it did not align with my spirit, there was a place when the Lord let me open my mouth after no door of opportunity came to me. There was a place where the Lord let me open my mouth. He was not feeling good. I could tell you he was in the living room. We were having some work doing on the back of the house. He was laying in the bed and I looked at him and I said, um, I need to ask you something. Since no door has opened to us, do you mind if I talk to the university about coming back on full-time teaching because I was teaching at the University of Arkansas at Palm Bluff and and are you okay with me unpacking the house I asked I did not tell he said yes as I began to unpack our house I sent an email to my professor the my chair of my department he reinstated my job immediately <laughs> he reinstated my job immediately he also gave me all online courses so that I could tend to my husband during this process he reinstated my job immediately he gave me on, on online courses can I tell you in the months because I was like in this position for almost a year in the almost a year time that we were living off of fourteen hundred dollars of income almost a year time that my house was packed up Almost a year time that we were in this position, we never went without. As I was unpacking, the Lord said something so big and great to me. He said, because you honored. Because you honored your husband, I made sure y'all had everything you needed. Even when you didn't understand because you honored, because you didn't grow in contempt, because you didn't disrespect him, because you didn't talk about him behind his back, because you honored him. When you honor him. I mean, do you know I had two kids in college? $1,400 a month. $1,400 $1, He said, because you honored your husband, because you held on to the promise of the word, because you did what the word said, Lakeisha. You didn't let your flesh take you outside of the word. I made sure the blood, the restoration, the blessings, the everything is because of the honor that you practice and put in place. You did not grow in contempt even when you didn't understand. It was not easy, but because I honored the word, I followed God and not him. So even when we unpacked the house, I did not make him feel bad because the door did not open for Texas. I just unpacked the house and got all the stuff put up. <laughs> Let's do our confessions. I walk by faith and not by sight. My faith grows exceedingly. I take the shield of faith. I quench every fiery dart of the wicked. I'm not weak in faith. I'm strong in faith. Through faith I inherit the promises. No one or nothing has dominion over my faith. 
I stand in faith. God rewards my faith because I diligently seek my God. My faith is in the power of God. I have the spirit of faith. Come on now. I abound in faith. I, the Lord delivered my family from all our fears. The Lord has delivered my family from the hand of the wicked. The Lord has delivered my family from the depths of the grave. By faith, the Lord turns towards my family and delivers us because of his unfailing love. By faith, my family is whole, healed, healthy, and wealthy in the name of Jesus. Faith is my precedent. Shout is done. You ought to tag every wife you know. This devotional, you ought to tag every You got to tag every You need to tag every wife you know and you need to tag and share with every person you know that's in a transition and if you know your people you know it you ought to tag every there is a promise in the word when we will not go every becoming wife when we will not grow in contempt and we follow god and not the person Woo! enemy will sit up here have you second guessing whether or not he can i say this no yeah, the enemy will have you second guessing whether or not he called my 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 God me called me called come on now he you call the enemy will have you second guessing whether or not he called you to a marriage or called you to a thing when you know he called you to a thing and because pressure is on you won't apply the word and because you're not applying the word you're not getting rid the end result the word is where the power is. When you apply, apply the principles of the word, you invite God into the situation. Well, your flesh may sort of be navigating towards the word, but not all up in the word. You have to apply the word to the kingdom principle like things. Ooh! Can I tell y'all something? Thank you, Lord. Kirby said on YouTube, when this, this brings back to my confirmation. Thank you, Kirby, for the confirmation. She said, you can't watch with your head down low. She said, when they were watching with that, she said, you can, she says, you're military. When you watch with your head down low, you compromise. Come on now. You don't want the people watching with their head down low. Oh, so much confirmation. I love y'all. Um, two things. My God. If the Lord places it on your heart to give, go give today. A um, little bit later today, we're going to be releasing a video with Feed the Streets, talking about packing the bags. Do me a favor. When you get the video, share the email. Share it. Feed the Streets is on the move, and we're ready to do something like never before. We have gotten... 6,500 meals, meal kits out into the community. I want the I want to see the Lord handing this before December comes. We're going to pack these backpacks for this baby. We're going to serve Palm Bluff. We're still serving Little Rock and North Little Rock. So when you see the video drop a little bit later today, for Feed the Streets, talking about our partnerships, please make sure you feed, feed this video. Um, feed the Streets is October the 16th. Um, ten, $9, to pack a backpack. Um, $3 per meal kit. So if God places it on your heart to give, go over to the website, Lakeisha M. Johnson, give there. Cash app us, dollar sign, LMJ Ministry. My last thing is if um, the Lord places it on your heart um, and you feel the pull of the Holy Spirit, repeat after me. I don't want you to go another minute without Jesus. Dear Jesus, I'm in need of a Savior. Woo! I'm asking you to come into my heart to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com. This was so powerful today. I felt a release. I felt a divine positioning. I felt the wisdom that we needed for so many things for my life. I need to repeat that. I felt a release. I felt a divine positioning. 
and I felt the wisdom that we needed for so many things in our life. The word today brought answers for so many of you guys. Do not skate around it. Do not act like this is not your word. This word is divinely connected to all of us today. Steward this word today and ask the Lord to show you how to make this word effective in your own life. Don't act like you don't need it. You needed this word today. And then share this word, especially with wives. I need my wives to see my kill. I need my wives and my future wives to make sure that you don't grow into contempt when you don't understand the things that your Lord is doing and you stay honorable and you say submissive and you stay in the reverence and also that you learn how to and when I say read this ain't no witchcraft you kind of read let me use the word discern that you learn how to discern your husband in the spirit not according to his flesh you need to learn how to discern him in the spirit I love y'all do me a favor go be loved today right that's the God kind of way that's kingdom baby go be loved today let somebody else experience the love of God in you Peace. Ooh, thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your word. Ooh, thank you for your word. 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 Thank you for tuning into our podcast. If you would like more information about LMJ Ministries, log on to LakeishaMJohnson.com today.